Hello and welcome to the Big Talk Small Vertical Podcast. I'm Dallin. I'm Bryce. And we've got a real good one for you tonight. Um, no sense in wasting any time. Nope. We already did Let's that. the show by starting it. Yeah, we have wasted a little bit of time tonight. Um, couple of, one announcement. Uh, the podcast, and well, specifically, the clarity of our voice is brought to you by Desert Storm for all your army surplus needs. Um, news. News. Uh, well, so we have a trade to discuss, and I think the most interesting group of ad drops we've had yet. Oh boy! Yeah, it's a it is it's a spicy week. It's a spicy meatball. Um, so let's start on the ad drops. It started out with the goats dropping Jay Crowder and adding Kyle Kuzma, mm-hmm. which I feel like is a semi interesting because like Kyle Kuzma is a name. He hasn't really been good at fantasy, but he is intriguing. And with Anthony Davis out, he's going to have more responsibility, and he's had some nice games. Um, not great. He's still not a really fantasy-friendly player, but he's interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, next up, Desert Storm dropped Maxi Kleber and added Ricky Rubio, who's also interesting. Ricky Rubio? Uh, yes, I think or so. Or Maxi Kleber. Uh, Matt, Ricky Rubio. What if uh, maybe both of you are the next duck? We do double ducks. Yeah, it could be double ducks. Would it be triple ducks? Would it be triple ducks? Triple ducks? Who is the other? I, I think I also told uh, Maxi Kleber that he's the next to me. I feel like that one annoys you a little bit. No. 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 <laughs> I, uh, I'm having a good time. I, I, I just think Ricky Rubio is more interesting. He is more all. interesting. Um, so he, you said he had a 20.13 assist night the other day for the new Yeah, manager. Yeah, on the 17th. Okay. So that's, that's a nice thing. With a steal... And three three-pointers. That's nice to find off off a of free agency. Good. Uh, he's probably just going to be worth rostering for as long as D'Angelo Russell's back. And to get a starting point guard is a nice thing. I think the Timberwolves are probably better with Rubio at the starting point guard role anyways. Find a shooting guard role or something for Russell. I think D'Angelo Russell is not very good at being an NBA player. Well, there you go. Um... Next up, the flock dropped Jay Sean Tate and added Bobby Portis, and then dropped Devin Vassell and added Royce O'Neal. Hmm. Um, I'm not really a Devin Vassell guy, but he was an early draft pick. I know there's some people who are really high on him. Yeah, I'm a little surprised that he hasn't been picked up. He but, might get picked uh, up tonight. Okay, I'll have to look at it a little bit more. Okay. I mean, he's injured at the moment, so he's, if you care about that. I think that, that's why I didn't pick him up. I thought, no one else is going to pick him up, and I've got time to sit on it. But now that we're talking about it, I don't know if I have time to sit on it anymore. Well, you might. We'll find out. Um, and Royce O'Neal's kind of good. Whatever. Rainbow Riders dropped Cody Zeller and added Mo Wagner, who I believe I tried to add, but I didn't have the moves You were left. out of. Um, yeah, Wagner's just been starting and getting a lot of minutes, and he's not very good, but if you give him a lot of minutes, he can produce. Yeah. Um, next up, the Pride dropped Matisse Thibel and added Jordan McLaughlin. I like Matisse Thibel, but I like the idea of Matisse Thibel, but there are some very real problems there. Yeah. 
Um, the flock dropped Josh Jackson. Yao Ming Dynasty added Marcus Morris. So I guess I did have the move to add Mo Wagner. Maybe it was last week that I won. Whatever. Anyway, <laughs> Marcus Morris, and because I moved Oladipo to the IR. Next up, the Rainbow Riders dropped Mo Wagner, added Bryn Forbes. East Mesa Trading Company dropped Cam Johnson and added Otto Porter. Mm-hmm. Um, did we talk about Otto Porter on the air last week? or was that I don't know or? if it was on the air or off the air. I get it mixed up sometimes. Yeah, it's all... I mean, when you're in the media, it's all just one big blur. Yeah. You know? But I think it's a nice ad. Otto Porter's been a big, fat disappointment this season and last. But we've seen... He's interesting. We've seen him produce at a pretty high level. So he could I, he could very... like. It's not unreasonable to think that he can just return to what he used to be, and if he re- returns to what he used to be, he's a valuable player. Mm-hmm. And he still plays the position that everybody wants. He's what Chicago needs. He's what you know a dozen other teams need. So we'll see where he ends up next year. He's not the small forward that they deserve, but the small forward that they need. Well, I think he plays power forward the other about as often as small forward. No, I was just quoting Batman. I don't remember what the... Anyways. I don't remember either. Um, it was a line that always seemed like it was supposed to be more profound than it was to me anyway. <laughs> you know, like how movies do that sometimes. Anyway, the Highlanders dropped Kelly Olynyk and added Cody Zeller. Yao Ming Dynasty dropped Marcus Morris, added Grayson Allen. So he had two moves to pick up Mo Wagner. Yeah, still didn't do it. Still could. I think he's back available. I'll have to look into that. He must not have been very good last week because I was looking through the guys who were good last week. Yao Ming um... More like Les Wagner. Yeah, boom. Um, the Pride dropped Jordan McLaughlin and added Matisse Thibel. Is Jordan McLaughlin a real player? I feel like I'm turning into Alex. I honestly don't know who Jordan McLaughlin is. He's a point guard for Minnesota. So he's a backup to their backup when their starter's injured. All right. Um, and this was three days after the Pride dropped Matisse Thibel for Jordan McLaughlin. Mm. So just swippy swappy. Um, anyway... Fine Hellfish dropped Kira Lewis Jr. and added Kendrick Nunn. Mm-hmm. Um, the Hellfish then dropped Kendrick Nunn and added Isaiah Roby. Mm. The Highlanders dropped Eric Bledsoe and added Jayshon Tate. I feel like Eric Bledsoe's... I was surprised to see him get dropped. Mm-hmm. Then I looked at his numbers and thought, yeah, okay, he's not very good. Yeah, this season um, he's not been very good. Yes. Is, is he, do you think he's not very good going forward, or do you think that... I don't know. I have a feeling he'll bounce back. But you should that's pick just him me. Up, well, I don't know what use I have. For, I mean, I guess for trading. But um, yeah, I don't know. I worry about Eric Bledsoe. I like Eric Bledsoe. I also just but. assumed that he would get snagged off waivers, and I've got like the thirteenth waiver wire. I guess I could put in a claim. Um, I'm not. I don't sure know if I have he's on waivers anymore. Yeah, he probably he, he, he is. He, he is. is. We'll see. Still on waivers if you folks want him. Next up, well, no, that was that was the end of the week. That was the end of the week. But there was a trade. There was a trade. Uh, would you like to read that trade for us? Uh, don't have it in front of me, but I do know it. So oh, good. The uh, East Mesa Trading Company sends Jakob Pertl and the second round pick, the 2021 second round pick for winning ain't to do, to the Super Zombies for in exchange for the Super Zombies 2023 first round pick I was going to play our drops but it doesn't seem natural at this point so okay 
What do you think? Um, I kind of... I like it for you. Jakob Pertl's been okay. He's been good lately. He's been very good lately. But that's off of, like... Like, over the last two weeks, he's ranked 30. But that's because over the last two weeks, he've had, he's had three blocks a game. And that's not reasonable. So it may just be selling high. Um, he is... He's better this year than he's ever been before because he's playing more minutes than he ever has before. Mm-hmm. But he's still only playing 22 minutes a game. Yeah. Now, that's been trending upwards over the last... Well, over the well, last Aldridge two weeks, it's 28, but that's because trusted. it's Aldridge. Yeah. And I don't... I think Aldridge is maybe on his last leg. But there's still, like... Jakob Pertl's been around the league a long time, and nobody's ever really said, I want Jakob Pertl to be my starting center who plays 30 minutes a game. And so I kind of feel like that might be the case with Jakob Pertl going forward for the rest of his career, that he's just not good enough to yeah. be a 30-minute-a-game guy. Might not be, though. And I don't think he's good enough to produce in 25 minutes a game. Yeah. But maybe he is. Um, but I also think that Super Zombies, uh, they didn't have a first or a second-round pick, and they got winning eight totos. That's true. Second that that second-round pick. Round pick is not nothing this year. And it's a good draft. I don't know how is it a deep draft. I know it's got high end talent. Yeah, well, I think especially with the Super Zombies being a contending team, I think he's going to be looking at veterans in the draft at that point. And he'll probably get the cream of the crop of the veterans or close to it. Yeah, because yeah. it'll be there'll be 10 to 12 rookies drafted and then if he's picking 15, 16, 17, which he should somewhere be somewhere in there, then yeah, he gets It certainly helps. Um, but giving up a first-round pick, that you're giving up a decent amount of upside. He's probably a playoff team in 2022-2023. That's a couple years away, and you never really know. Yeah. Well, we thought um, Bram was a lock this year. Yeah. Thought me was a lock, too, and I'm way out of there. But I'm climbing back, baby. But no, it, uh, I get it for his... For was the right one. This was the right one. Oh, for, for Bram and I? Whatever. Yeah. Um... No, I get it. I get it from the zombies' side as well. He needs more blocks. Um, some of it does go back to the 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 Benson problem of if you're punting free throw, you don't want to get overloaded on crummy centers, but also you, you want to get loaded up on cheap centers. So, I get it. I get it for both sides. I don't think I think both sides got what they wanted. So yeah, I'm, I'm with, you know I'm certainly happy. Um. You know, I, as a rebuilding team, I'm going to be looking at getting picks in two years. Still looking at more picks, I would like. Just putting that out there. Yeah, I think you need more picks. 2022-2023. But I also have four this year. That'll probably, hopefully, turn into more in the years to come. Yeah. Um, one thing about Yonka Pirtle is he is astoundingly bad at free throw percentage. And the low volume, though? Uh... I mean, not low enough that it's insignificant. Mm. So two years ago, 53%. Last year, 47%. This year, 32%. It just gets worse. I think I might... He's accepted the fact that he's not good at it, so he doesn't practice it. I think I might be 32%. Yeah. Three out of ten? Yeah. That's not good. No, it's not. And But you're also not a professional. That's like the... That's getting to the point where... Teams are going to be more likely to intentionally foul him, and which could limit his minutes. Mm-hmm. Because I mean, one out of three—that really sucks, man. Yeah. Well, I mean, less than one out of three. It's 
It's but rough. if he but if he continues to rebound the ball and block shots like he has the rest of this year, I mean, Super Zombies has shown he's probably a playoff team this year, so uh, those blocks and rebounds could really come in high use. Yeah, good field goal percentage. I mean, shooting 60% from the field. Gives him what he needs. That's his build. Yeah. So he yeah. doesn't care about the free throw. Nope. Um, no other trades? That is the only no other, trade. No other things to say about that trade? No, I don't think so. Okay. Um, then that would move us into the weekly awards. That would lead us to the MVP of the week. I'm number one. You're number two. Uh, number one player last week was Nikola Jokic. I feel like it's been him a lot. Uh, I feel like that was the first time it was him. No. I but uh, maybe, I mean, maybe uh, somewhere in the middle. <laughs> deal. It's sometimes Nikola Jokic. Um, Nikola Jokic last week. Finally. The Avatar 3D limited edition 3D Blu-ray. What did Jokic do? 107 points. 35 rebounds, 30 assists, 11 steals, 2 blocks, 9 three-pointers. He shot 57% and 96%. That's really, really, really We did have 13 turnovers. I love the 2 blocks, though. It's so Jokic just to... Um, 11 steals, that was tied for the most of the week. No, 11 steals was a lot, but it was like these great numbers. And it was like 2 blocks. 2 blocks. It was like, for a 7-footer. Yeah. Um, oh, great week for Nikola Jokic. Pretty, 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 pretty good. Um, in the rookie of the week, the season premiere of the rookie Sunday, January third on ABC. It was another repeat offender, Tyrese Halliburton. Oh, um. I know he was pretty good. I thought maybe it could be LaMelo Ball, but uh, good for Helly. No, LaMelo Ball was bad last week. Yo, yo, ho, a pirate's life for me. We pillage, we plunder, we rifle. Was he bad? Uh, oh, we only played one game. Yeah, he only played one game, and it yeah. stunk. It wasn't like the best game. Um, Tyrese Halliburton, though, last week averaged 14.3 points, 3.0 rebounds, 5.0 assists, 1.3 steals, 0.5 blocks, 2.3 threes. 0.8 turnovers, shot 47% and 100%. That's awesome. It is. Only half a free throw, but I don't know that he's ever going to be a high free throw guy. I don't, I don't know, know either. I don't watch a whole lot of Sacramento Kings. I watch a f- decent amount. How often does he drive to the rim? Not a lot. Yeah, he's at the el- He goes either at the elbows or at the top of the key, and he kind of just passes the ball. Uh, he just he's just a ball mover, and then mm-hmm. when, he's, when he's got an open look, he'll take it, and it's either mid-range or three. Okay, that's... Yes, he, he has some layups. That's where he's supposed to be. He has some That's, layups. It's yeah. not like he doesn't do it, but it's not. It's not. He's just not a very good athlete, and so, you know. Yeah. This is this is the role. This is why he needs. That's the role he needs to play rather than play point guard like he's a point guard because he's yeah. a point guard. Um, but anyway, great week. I'm still impressed by his lack of turnovers in spite of his very high assists. Zero point eight. Yeah. I like his it. His assist to turnover ratio has got to be one of the best in the league this season. Very impressive. And for a rookie. That's kind of unheard of. Yeah. He's a special guy. That's great. Um, the shoulda, woulda, coulda. The most, the highest rated, highest ranked, non-rostered. Uh, last week, the 27th ranked player was Gary Temple. Gary or Garrett? Garrett Temple. 
<laughs> Gary is uh, one of the Temple's cousins. Yes. No, Garrett Temple, 49 points, 16 rebounds, 4 assists, 4 steals, 7 blocks. I mean, he's getting some run with Otto Porter out. There. Yeah. Still, um, it feels like a, a, a shooting guard giving you 7 blocks is maybe unreasonable. Oh, I thought they ran him at the 3. But uh, maybe they do. How tall? He's six foot five, according to the oh, this tall. page that I'm looking at. Um, five three pointers, fifty nine percent field goal, one hundred percent free throw. It's good stuff. It's good stuff. The waiver wire needed a few extra wins last week. Yeah, twenty seventh ranked player. It's good stuff. Um, go pick up whichever temple you like. Yeah, Gary Garrett. They're all good. <laughs> Gary Temple. I wonder if there is a Gary Temple on the waiver wire, like ranked 500 and something. It's like a Steph Curry, Seth Curry type situation, <laughs> except Temple's. Except Garrett's not that very good, and Gary's definitely worse. <laughs> and Gary's actually fictional? Yeah, uh, similar. Very similar. Uh, all right. Uh, well, this week um, is our back. We're kind of on again, off again with our power rankings. This brings us back to the power rankings. Uh, so we'll go ahead and, and launch right into that. Yes. But I try to tell you, this country, you got to make the money first. Then when you get the money, you get the power. Then when you get the power, then you get the woman. All right. And uh, coming in at number 14. You have no power here. Who do we got? It is my new arch rival, Winning Ain't Toto. Winning isn't everything. Uh, let's touch on that. And we're we'll gonna touch, touch on that when we when we go over the week. <laughs> but I'm personally offended by Josh at this point. All right. Uh, but he is he is uh, the la- the worst team in the the league according yes. to power rankings. The power rankings. The, the power rankings has the same opinion of Josh as I do. <laughs> it seems like any team would just stomp all over them if they played. I know. How could you not? Um, Thirteen. Anyway. Moving on up. Thirteen. The East Mesa Trading Company. Okay. Thought I'd be higher than that after my two wins in a row. You are not. Uh, that's all right. Um, I will say in terms of win percentage over the last two weeks. You were sixth in the league. Hey, which is pretty good. Playoff contender. Nah, no, I don't think so. <laughs> um, Eleven, the Flying Hellfish. Okay. Well, what's twelve? Oh, the Flying Hellfish. Okay, what's eleven? <laughs> Avatar on Blu-ray. Uh-huh. Next up, the Yao Ming Dynasty. Boom Have you been ten all year long? Um, I don't know. I think I was down, or I think I was lower than that, and then I was above that, and now I'm back below that. Well, no. I'm when you say exactly when you say that. I was above that, you mean yeah, it's late, man. No, I think I was. I think I was like ninth last week or last time. I don't, uh, know. I don't know. We'll find out when Brandon puts out his graphic. Or, yeah, which will tell us who's up and down. Yeah, it's very helpful. Um, nine boom shakalaka, eight the rainbow riders, seven the flock, big riser this time. And then last time too. Yeah, six keyboard cat. Five, The Pride. Mm. Number four, Desert Storm. Number three, The Goats. 
Number two, the San Diego Super Zombies. And our Power Rankings champion is... There can be only one. Duncan, the Highlander. So, Trevor, I think he's only, he was out once to Ed. Correct. That he's been number one three out of the four times? Four out of five. Or four out of five? Four out of five. Um, number one in blocks, number one in rebounds, number two in field goal percentage, number two in assists, number three in steals, five in points. The only category where he really lacks is free throw percentage and turnovers. But even with turnovers, he's ninth, which puts him better than... <laughs> Four out of the five playoff opponents that he would have if the playoff started right now. So he's uh, he's looking good. Good job, Trevor. Um, we should talk more about his team. We should at some point in the future. A um, couple of things stood out to me there. Uh, the goats rising up to three. Flock up to seven. Super zombies at two stands out. Cat fell. I'm looking at a, a, a data entry mistake. Oh, no, I'm not. That's okay. I'm just trying to run a podcast. Well, you know, people put a lot of trust in these power rankings. You keep looking so, at data entry. I'll just... Uh, well, I'm saying I think I I think I think inputted something into the power ranking. No, I'm just giving our time. Therefore it's almost 1045 at night. We had some technical difficulties running into the start of the show, so... It's just a longer night. Either way, if the if I put did this wrong, I did it wrong in a way that hurt Trevor, and Trevor still is the top ranked team. So either way, yeah, the Highlanders are just running this league right now. Well, it's time to move up to move up and move on. Podcast Pick'em. Yeah. Um, are, you, are you jacked? Does that song just do it for you still after all these weeks? Always. Um, let's jump into last week's uh, results and figure out what went right, what went wrong. Uh, first up, we've got my own matchup, the East Mesa Trading Company versus the Flock. Well, before we break down that matchup, I'll just say uh, the results of last week, I had eight points, you had nine. Oh, good job, Russ. And uh, you lengthened your lead. Um, it is now 49 points to, let me scroll over, 56. Wow. So it's actually kind of starting to get a little worrisome. Wow. I thought I had it, and then uh, then you scored a three-pointer on the last one this week, and I was like, oh, dang it. I was going to catch up a little bit, but then it didn't happen. It's okay. There's always this next week, which we'll touch in a minute. But first, got to talk about some pirates and some birds. Yep. It uh, 6-3 win for the flock. Not really a whole lot of drama in this one. Everything was pretty much... Everybody carved out what they wanted. Field goal percentage, not even close. Almost 10 points difference. 9 points difference. Um, free throw, about 6 points of difference. 3-pointers may have been the closest category. It's 7 3-pointers. Hmm. 
but that's not that close. Points weren't even close. Rebounds, 150 to 140. Right. Nothing really. Not 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 much here. Okay. Uh, um, well, let's let's look at some of the players if you don't mind. We could highlight some guys. Yeah. Ben Simmons had a nice week. 70, 18, and seven. Eighteen's week. Benson's had a terrible oh, week, bro. I thought you were saying Benson's. No, no. Benson's. No, let's talk about Robert ben Williams. Simmons. Yes. Okay. Robert Williams had a really nice week, actually. He was like the 12th ranked player on the week, mostly from his defensive stats and his stupid high free or uh, field goal field goal percentage. 36 points is all, but he made that at 78%. That's a really nice number. That's it's a guy who he had a really nice lob finish on Sunday. Mm. Like it was a bad pass. And he, he went up. He went, yeah, it was impressive. Um, 31 rebounds is a really strong number. Six assists, whatever. But seven steals and ten blocks? That's good stuff. That's almost Jokic territory for the steals. Um, for the steals. <laughs> Way better than blocks. So, a really nice, you know, he didn't exactly need it since he won blocks by 20. Sounds like he's finally paying off for the flock. He is finally paying off for the flock. That's great. Number 12 last week. Yep. Overall. Yes. Very good ball player. Um, also, he, the flock did that without Drummond or Derek White. And they'll continue to so, do things without Drummond. Maybe not Derek White, but... Yeah, well, Derek White for a little while. I don't know that... I don't know what his, I don't think they're I back. don't even know what happened. Is he injured again? The Spurs cannot field the team, and so they are delaying games because too many guys have COVID. Oh. Yeah. Um... But looking over things, Hassan Whiteside also had uh, he did. a lot he of had... blocks, eight blocks, 49 points. Seems like a decent amount for Hassan Whiteside. And rebounds so, were good, right? Rebounds, 35. He had a good week. Good stuff. Pascal Siakam, also good. He's been very good since coming over to the flock. Um, 83, 35, and 25, four steals, five blocks, five threes. Only shot 42%, which is not good. Yeah, you can make up but, for that with the Time Lord. Yeah. Um, well, that's good. Good stuff. Um, I, I know I had a really bad week. My my one, well, not my one, but one of my few stars in LaMelo Ball had like one game and it wasn't very good. One game. Uh, Malik Beasley shot 39%. Yeah, he had, a, he had a little bit of a rough patch this week. So. He had some rough field goal. Quickly was 21%. Herter was 35%. Yeah, both those guys have been slumps. So. Steven Chenzo, 41. Xavier yeah. Tillman, 40. Oh. Yeah. Xavier Tillman was fine. Yeah. Um, yeah, that wasn't my best week. For Beasley did have 13 threes, which is, I mean, that was one of your categories was three-pointers, so getting all those threes from Beasley. He was really, Halliburton had nine. Other than that, nobody really had many. Yeah. That's all you need against the flock. Yeah, you don't need a lot. <laughs> um, next matchup, we've got winning Ain't To Do versus the Yao Ming Dynasty. Uh, which what, what happened, Bryce? That was a tight one, man. Um, Yami Dynasty won 5-4 on one turnover difference. <laughs> yeah, um, I was looking at that. If, uh, if, if RJ Hampton, who sometimes gets DNPCDs, had gotten a DNPCD, you guys would have tied 4-4. Yes. Um, no, I will say he only had one turnover on the week, did RJ Hampton, but... Anyway, but that's all. Um, that's what I'm saying. His one turnover is all it matters. Yes. So yeah, he won turnover, or I won turnovers by one. Winning ain't Toto won steals by two and won three pointers by five. Um, 
he shot very well at 52% from the field for, uh, on the week for his team and then 89% from mm-hmm. the line. His big horse last week was Jamal Murray, who was the number two player of last week. He led the, the fantasy basketball last week in three-pointers with 23s mm-hmm. and points with 140 points, and he did that on 62.8% field goal. It's pretty good. It's very good. Eight steals, 18 assists. I mean, it's um, not like Jokic good, but it's... It's very close it's, to being Jokic It's Murray good. good. Um, he did have 13 turnovers, which... Which I kind of needed. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, he had 13, and Wiggins had 17 turnovers in a week. That so, feels like way too many turnovers for a week. Watching watching your victory over at Winning 8 Toto was like watching uh, the national hot dog eating contest. At the end, there's a winner, but it didn't. It wasn't very pretty. No, it wasn't very pretty. Uh, <laughs> it was brought up um, on, uh, on Discord. Uh, is it time to toss the towel in? And you said no, but yeah. I, I thought maybe we could elaborate on that. On I mean, the outlook for the, the Yaming Dynasty this I season. I am, like, genuine. Like, I won, and I'm closer to the playoffs than I was a week ago. So yeah. I feel okay about Six that. Six games out last week. Five games out five this week. Five games out this week. Reeling it in. Um, I was certainly hoping for more of a win than 5-4, but Josh wouldn't give it to me. I mean, I'm better than him at both percentages on the season. And yet neither... I would have been close in free throw, except Kyrie shot... Um, Kyrie Irving was 50% from the line last week. And it's nowhere near He's very average. good in free throw shooting. Yeah. He's 50% from the line. Yeah. On, I'm guessing, a lot of attempts. Yeah. I don't have the number of attempts in front of me. Kind I'm of not some, going to. Kind of some bad luck, then. Um, did you have any guys resting last week? Any guys out? Uh, well, this is something we'll talk about when we're talking about Avatar on Blu-ray, but last week Dallas had one game scheduled, and that game was postponed because of weather. So Porzingis played zero games. So Porzingis games. played zero games, even though he was healthy. Um, Oladipo play, was injured, so he played zero games. But I think Houston was only scheduled for two, maybe three. But yeah, um, and then I think I think they were scheduled for three, and they had one canceled because of weather. Um, but no, it's Josh played a really good week. Yeah. Um. So his categories were field goal percentage, free throw percentage, three pointers, and steals. Steals. That's usually a really good category for you. What were the? Did he just have a really good week? Um, Murray had eight, Reddish had eight, and Wiggins had five. Um, but neither total was very high. Thirty <clears throat> steals and thirty-two steals. Is that because Oladipo's out? Like, wh- why, why didn't you get very many steals? Um, part of Oladipo, Horton Tucker didn't have any, and he's pretty good at steals. Uh-huh. That's one of the things that he does. Kawhi only had one. Oh, that's interesting. And so, like, there was some... Butler? Butler's a good steal. Butler player. had eight. Okay. Butler had a bunch. So that, was, that was by far my best guy Okay. For, with steals. Um, Sadiq Bey, who's pretty good at steals, only had two. Nerlens Noel only had three. He had a game postponed. Mm-hmm. New York did. I think they were scheduled to play the Spurs. Um, and so that, in a, in a week where both the defensive stats were in play until Saturday when I kind of walked away with blocks... But I only ended up with 20 blocks on the week, which is a bad number. Mm-hmm. So I needed Noel, and I didn't really get a whole lot from him. Yeah. Well, you won. And we're, we're on, to, on, to, on to Boom Shakalaka this week. So we'll get to that in a minute. But uh, it's all you can do. Scrape out some wins when you can. Yeah. It's not always going to be pretty. This is a tough fight by Josh, though. Jamal Murray really had a great week. Yeah. It's not, I mean, it's not always going to be pretty. No. Um, all right. 
So you're you're to answer that question, you're you're not giving up on the season. No, I don't even know what me giving up on the season would look like. Does it, does it look like me owning Taylor Horton Tucker? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know either. Uh, uh, I can't answer that until the season's over. Yeah. Um, we got Super Zombies versus Avatar on Blu-ray, and that was a victory for the Zombies six three. Yep, Zombies win six three. Um. Again, Avatar and Blu-ray, Doncic didn't play at all. Doncic didn't have a single game. You got a three-headed monster and then some stuff, and one of your head-headed monsters is Jokic playing number one yep. on the week, and the other guy doesn't play at all. Yep. So does that kind of wash out then? Is uh, it like he had Doncic and Jokic playing because Jokic was so good? No, because Jokic was typically that good, I think. He's in the I top mean, ten usually. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. Mean, I think he's so, in the top so, three. You don't have Doncic playing at all. Tatum, how was Tatum last week? Uh, Tatum was all right. 100 po- 113 points, 29 rebounds is low. 22 assists is nice. Six steals is nice. Three blocks is nice. Mm. Ten three-pointers is a solid number. Yeah. It's only half of Jamal Murray, but it's pretty good. Shot 44%, which is fine. 85%. Tatum was good. Tatum was good. Okay. But... It's hard to take a blow um, like Doncic when that's such a big part of your team. Yes. Well, the other thing is he's got a bunch of other... I mean, Lowry Marketing is injured, giving you nothing. Paul Millsap's injured, giving you nothing. Larry Nance is injured, giving you nothing. Um, Harrison Barnes had four points, three rebounds, and an assist, and a steal for the week. I wonder if he so, got hurt halfway through a game. Yeah, he, he was injured. Okay, that's, that's not He him. played half of the game and then got injured and missed three games in a row. Yeah, that sounds that sounds like with those numbers. Yeah, um, Dario Shark didn't give him a whole lot. He got a ton from Jokic, a ton from Tatum. Um, Danny Green was solid with twelve three pointers, five steals, and I mean, four he blocks. Saw, he won three categories. What yeah. were the categories? He won field, uh, free throw percentage, which Ben kind of just gives, gives you up on. turnovers, yeah. which you're going to get if you've got half your guys injured. And then he won blocks because okay. fifteen blocks to eleven. They're both low numbers. <laughs> I thought the Super Zombies were good at blocks. No, Super Zombies are bad at blocks. That's why he traded for Yaka Purtle. Oh. Oh. Hey. Yeah. All right. No, Full circle. I'm pretty sure we talked about that like last week. Maybe we where, did. Or two weeks ago. Where it's we all a blur. That he's bad at blocks. He needs to, to pick up. Um, let me let me take a peek at my... Super Zombies are ninth in the league in blocks. It's not terrible, but... Definitely room for improvement, I would good. say. Yes. And if you, and it's it's cheap to improve those because he doesn't care about his field goal percentage, so he can just pick up a Jakob Pertle mm-hmm. and not worry about it. Yeah. Um, so looking at the other categories, what would Doncic have won? Um, what, what Super was, Zombies yeah, won three close? pointers by eleven. I mean, Doncic could get eleven. In he a could. Week. It's asking a lot. It's asking a lot. But if he had Doncic and Markin in both, then I think he gets it. Um, points were, I mean. Three hundred apart. I mean, on a really zombies, good, on a really good super zombies, Doncic would close that a little bit. Super zombies scores more than anybody. Rebounds are over a hundred. Assists are seventeen. Doncic can get seventeen. He probably would. He probably would have won that just with Doncic. And then steals were quite a ways apart at uh, what fifteen. But that's 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 uh, instead of six three, it's five four with the assists, and then the three pointers maybe makes it a five four win. Yeah. So that's a big deal. Yeah. Uh, but you know that that type of stuff happens every week. Yeah, there's always a reason. You know, um, next uh, zombies had a couple. Jordan Clarkson still producing. 
77 points, 13 threes, and 6 steals. Yeah. Isn't do, he didn't do anything outside of those categories. But uh, that's been a nice find for him. Yeah, Clarkson's been good. I know last week we kind of said maybe he was on his way out or hadn't maybe, you know, was kind of closing that chapter, but he reopened it. Oh, he's good. He's been good. Um, great week from Zion. Great week from Giannis. Um, Kelly Oubre had 11 steals. That was, he and Jokic were tied for the most in steals last week. Wow. So that's pretty nice. Is, is Oubre turning it around? Um, he had a really nice week last week, except he only shot 53% from the line. Which on how many attempts? I don't know. Okay, I know that. sorry. No, it's okay. Um, Super Zombies doesn't care about that. But no, the Warriors do, and it it kind of looks like somebody who might be in a bit of a funk. But he shot fifty two percent from the field, um, and had twelve three pointers. So he had, he had a really nice week. Huh. I want to say he was in like the forties or something, which is kind of what you're hoping for out of out of Uber. Uber yeah. Yeah, giving you something. Um, anything else on uh, Zombies' Blu-ray? Nope, that's all I got. Moving on, we've got the Highlanders versus Boom Shakalaka. There's a victory for the Highlanders coming in at, what was it? 6-3. 6-3 for the Highlanders. Yep. Um, Boom Shakalaka won free throws, three-pointers, and turnovers. Um, Boom Shakalaka's got a lot of injury issues. Blake Griffin's nothing last week, but he's been bad. Is he, is that, are you, wait, hold on. Is that saying Blake Griffin's... Part of the injured players, or he's he just is, gave, he, he played is, and gave you nothing. No, he's injured, but he is ranked like two hundred and thirty-three on the year. Hey. But he was injured last week, so it literally could be worse. zero. Yes, it could, he could be literally <laughs> injured. Uh, Lamarcus Aldridge injured. Yeah, um, DeAndre like a Pirtle. DeAndre Hunter's injured. Aaron Gordon is injured. Spencer Dinwiddie's. I mean, I don't know if he's ever coming back this season. I Not this remember. year. Not this year. Um, I don't think. I think that was a season-ending one. I think you're right. So all those guys were bad. Miles Turner's still struggling a little bit. He got ten blocks, which is nice. It wasn't enough to win the category because that was were almost all of his block. Well, about half. Um, but aside from his ten blocks, he had nineteen points, eight rebounds, two assists, and a steal. That's just not good. Shot twenty nine percent from the field. Oh. One hundred percent from the line, and that was one of his categories. Is that because they're just having him jack threes the whole time? I doubt it. I don't watch pa- many Pacers. Games. I don't either. Um, that's what he's good at, like shooting threes. If he, if he's, if he's a that's a, my assumption. When you say Miles Turner shot twenty nine percent, I'm like, oh, because he missed a bunch of threes. That's yeah, what I'm thinking. I haven't really looked at his shooting splits. Yeah. Um, but he's that's what he is. He's a shooter and. But eight rebounds. Eight rebounds. He's not a great rebounder in yeah, part because but he's eight. Away, but it's inappropriately low. Um, but ten blocks, you take that any week, even if you give you nothing else. So yeah. he's giving you value. And he is the 10th ranked player on the season. 10th but, ranked overall? Yeah. Oh, that's great. Um, no, that's in totals, I believe, not in per game. But but still? Still, that's great. Um, really, that's probably more important than per game. Yeah. Um, Steph Curry was very good. James Harden was excellent. I think he was the third ranked player. He's starting to turn it on yeah. in Brooklyn. 127 points, 36 rebounds, 43 assists. That's a lot of assists. Well, that's because they finally gave him the reins. He's st- Any um, point guard of a Steve Nash, D'Antoni run team should get 43 assists in a week. Uh, well, and like James Harden's led the league in assists before that. It's not. It's not unreasonable. Um, it wasn't enough for Boomshock Lockie. He still lost assists by about 15. Six. He lost by 16. Close. I don't know why I do about 15 when I know it's 16. I'm looking at the numbers. <laughs> it's about 14. If I would take 17. one quarter of one second to just do the math in my head instead of <laughs> estimate. 
does not reflect well on me as That's a okay. professional. But I, I am not a professional. I'm an amateur, so... I appreciate about 16. Um, anyway... Yeah, that, and that's a number where, like, if he didn't have one, two, three, four, five injured players, then maybe he could have come up with... I mean, if they all got you three assists, yeah, like on the week. That's a reasonable... That's It's, it's an easy pickup. Yeah. Um, okay. Let's see. Points were kind of, It was about 80 points. They both were pretty low numbers at 598. And 80 points is close, especially po- if you've got five guys close, sitting. Especially if you've got five guys sitting. Um is that worrisome for the Highlanders, or they got some injuries? No, Highlanders are fine. Um, DeRozan didn't. He he did have some significant injuries with Christian Wood, of course, and um, Demar Derozan. Okay, boys. Now tonight, Mister Woodchuck's going to help me tell you a story. Is it about Wood? So Christian Wood is still out, obviously, and a couple other guys. Yeah, like I said, Demar Derozan. Um, Steven Adams played a game and a half and then got injured. On the week, he was 10 points, 10 rebounds, 3 assists, 2 blocks. So that's pretty good for, like, one game. For a week, though? No, I mean, that's, for that's a week what, it's bad, but I'm saying... Well, that was, a, like, a game and a half. He played, like, oh. 10 minutes of a second game and then got injured. Okay. Um, Steven Adams hasn't been too bad this year, though. Uh, whatever. Eh. We'll, we'll talk more about Steven Adams later. Yeah, we will. But... Um, no, Fournier was good. He had 11 three-pointers, 76 points, 16 assists. Um, Evan, yeah, he he's kind of bucking his every-other-year trend, and he's having two good seasons in a row. Fred Van Vliet was excellent, aside from field goal percentage. He only shot 39%, but he did have 15 three-pointers and 27 assists with seven steals. Didn't he score 54 points on you? Yes, he did. And then Jamal Murray scored 50 points on you? I don't think Jamal Murray had a 50-point game on me, did he? Didn't, this, didn't he score 50 points in one game this week? Not that I remember. I thought he did. It Anyways, could have happened. I just thought, what a coincidence. Like, Yeah. It's like they know they're playing the Yummy Yeah, this, this is crap. <laughs> this is crap. <laughs> Anyways. Um, Joel Embiid was great. 100 points, 7 blocks was a nice number. The blocks this week were kind of close. 23, no, 23 to 35. That's not very close. Um. Close anyway. to Miles Turner. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Miles Turner still gave him his 10 blocks. Yeah, that's true. Well, um, we'll, bre- we'll break down the Highlanders a little bit more going forward. Um, Boom Shakalaka is pretty hurt, but um, maybe they'll bounce back this uh, week. I did want to say Boom Shakalaka had 18 threes from Harden and another 18 from Steph Curry, and then 12 from Buddy Heald. He had 70s on, on the week. I think it's amazing number. that Harden and Curry are on the same fantasy team. That's that's a really really strong combo to have on your team. Yeah, they do the not, same good things. Good enough to win a championship, I, th- I suspect. Yeah, um, Rainbow Riders versus the Goats. We had a dead tie, four four. We certainly did. Um, the tie was steals at thirty two apiece. So okay. Um, but the Rainbow Riders won field goal percentage, free throw percentage, points, and turnovers. Um, but the turnovers were separated by two. Oof. Which is pretty close. Free throw percentage was separated by 1.9 percentage okay. points, which is really close. Um, points were only separated by 27. So there's some really close games. Yeah. This was this was a tight matchup. Um, I mean, I think I would have beat both of these teams at both percentages. So but I didn't get to play those teams. I got to play Josh. It sounds like Josh would have beaten them at both percentages yeah, too. Yeah, I mean, Josh would have humiliated these bums. 
<laughs> Ridiculous. Um, pretty even production from Bram across the board. Nobody really stood out. He was missing several players. Um, Karis LeVert, of course, TJ Warren, and Kelvin Johnson. Dylan Brooks also missed a couple of games. He played two and then sat two. Poor gremlin. Poor gremlin. Um, but yeah, it sounds like everyone's injured. We're talking about a lot of teams. Oh, he's got like five injuries. It's like every team, every matchup's had a team that had five injuries. Yeah, that's just what... That's just this year. I don't even think we should count this year. It's not a valid fantasy basketball season, in my opinion. <laughs> but uh, Somebody's going to want to count it at the end of the year. Somebody will. And, and I'm going to stand by Frankly, them. they'll probably be wrong, but what can you do? Trevor got robbed last year. If he wins the title this year and we, and we kind of give an asterisk over two years, that's not fair. <laughs> He's playing pretty well. No, whoever wins it this year, they want it. Good yeah. for them. Um, Rainbow Riders are bad at blocks. Only 14 to the Goats, 34. Oof. Um, Brad Beal had 11 turnovers, which was almost too much. Ooh. Um, so this is, I don't know, like the goats are, are playing really well, but Russell Westbrook's kind of being Russell Westbrook. So, so yeah, like free throw percentage was pretty tight. Westbrook shot 50% on the week. Field goal percentage, th- about two and a half points difference. Exactly two and a half points difference, Bryce. About. Um, Westbrook was 44. That's fine. Two turnover difference. Westbrook had 20 turnovers. You bench him on one game and you won it. You bench him on one game and you won it. Did he win turnovers or Bram did? Bram won by two turnovers. Okay. Um, And Westbrook only had two steals, so he didn't really... But without Westbrook, would he have lost a category? Um, like did Westbrook almost help him win points? Hey, I mean Westbrook just wasn't good. fifty-five points, thirty-seven rebounds, forty assists is nice, but the assist total wasn't. You know, it was sixty-one. It was about sixty-two. About sixty-two, exactly sixty-one. <laughs> um, going, we should go back because the steals were the the swing cat or the the tie category. Yeah, Donovan Mitchell and Kyle Anderson had six and seven respectively. Brad Beal had five. Um, the goats were more evenly distributed. His high steals guy was four, with Lillard and Covington. Uh, Robert Covington had had fourteen blocks last week. He had a lot of blocks last. Four, week. Robert Covington last week had as many blocks as the Rainbow Riders. So I was playing Alex in the other league, and mm-hmm. I would like to not branch off this league too much, but yeah, the other Alex track, had Robert. He Alex had Robert Covington at the start of the season. Dropped him. I picked him up, and then we played each other on the week that he had fourteen blocks, and that was a close category. Yeah, there you go. So, um, Mike Conley did very little. For the Rainbow Riders, I think he only played a game. That makes sense because he plays for the Goats. Yes, for the Goats. He actually did a lot for the Rainbow Riders. Uh, no, Mike Conley <laughs> played one game, had 16 points, zero rebounds, zero assists, a steal, a block, but no turnovers. Okay. Um, two three-pointers. So only one game. Brooke Lopez with five, three, or five blocks and three threes. Terrence Ross, who... You know, we've all kind of... He's our go-to guy when we talk about the waiver wire. Yeah. He had 12 three-pointers, 71 points, five steals, shot 53 and 100%. That's a nice Maybe he's just good? He's kind of good. He's fine. What's he ranked on the season? I don't know. Does it show it there? I don't know what your your magic little iPad full of tabs has. It's literally the same thing that everybody has (laughs) access to. It's just Yahoo's website. Uh. Um, I, I don't know. 
But there's a lot. Like you could look at overall ranking. On this, you on, could look over, at, overall, he's number eighty-two on this. Yeah. Game. All right. Um. Cool. Well, it sounds like they're both kind of good teams that played each other on a week where they stole the same amount of balls. Yeah, roughly the same amount of balls. About the same amount. <laughs> they both had about thirty. Yeah. Which is to say, exactly thirty-two. Cool. Okay. Well, then that leads us into. Uh, the next matchup, unless you want to add anything else on nope. goats versus okay, we've got the Pride versus Desert Storm, where the Pride came out victorious five four. Yeah, five four. I wonder if Desert Storm is going to be thrown in the towel this year. I think they're sitting in third place. Oh, well, whatever. Fourth. I just know I'm on a winning streak. He's on a losing streak. Um, so the Pride <laughs> won five four. Took field goal percentage, points, rebounds, steals, and blocks. There were quite a few very close categories. This was another one where. Turnovers was decided by one turnover, 69 to 70 in favor of Desert Storm. Blocks were separated by two, 15 to 17. Steals were only just, they were five, 27-33. Um, field goal percentage won by eight-tenths of a percentage point hmm. by the Pride. Threes were separated by 12 points, about 90. Um, really close matchup. Really close matchup. Well, two good teams. Yeah. I mean, I'm pretty sure Josh would have smoked both of them last week, but, you know. I mean, it sounds like Josh's percentages might have been the best in the week. No, there were some. There were, like, two people that had higher field goal percentage. Oh, okay. But, uh, anyway. Yeah. Uh, so, the pride, are we giving him, we keep saying respect, are we going to be giving him a little respect going forward? Is this a, was this a pretty significant win? Uh, I mean, 5-4 is not... There's not a, a whole lot of difference between 5-4 and 4-5. So, you know, well, it, sure it feels a lot better. Yeah. But in the grand scheme of things, not a big difference. Um, he's been in a little bit of a free fall lately. He needs to get McCollum back. I honestly don't know when that's going to be. After the All-Star um, break, probably? Yeah. He's still a couple weeks away. John Collins has been struggling lately, but Zach Levine's been amazing. 135 points on 52% shooting. He also had eight steals, 13 threes. Um, he's hungry. Yeah, he's good. Colin Sexton, 73 points. Only eight rebounds, though. Is um, that a typo? No. Eight rebounds on the week. That's not enough. Uh, but he did have 11 turnovers. So he turned the ball over more than he rebounded? Yes, he did. I don't think it's that hard to grab a rebound once in a while. Um, neither do I. But you I should have to try, right? I mean, well, and I, it's I not mean, even about height. I mean, the ball falls in your direction, probably at least. Well, maybe he's just getting back on on defense or offense really fast. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It's I think it it's seems just low. I don't know. I don't know what his. Uh, da, da, da. He's only averaging two and a half per game, so. Do you yeah. give Brandon more or less respect than Colin Sexton's rebounding? Um, I don't know. I like I like Brandon and Colin Sexton, so. Um, the perpetually added and dropped Gary Trent Jr. had a solid week with 12 three-pointers, three steals. Um, 12 three-pointers was the difference, so. Mm. So that's. And that was on the pride? Uh, he plays for the Pride, but Desert Storm won by 12. So he needed double oh. Gary Trent Jr. Um, the Pride was missing Gary... C.J. McCollum. Danny Avdia missed some... T no, he didn't. He played a bunch of games and just put up 
a line that looks like he missed some time. He's been bad lately. D'Angelo Russell, well, of course, missed time. pronouncing his name. Denny of Dia of Dia. Oh, no, nothing from Russell, nothing from Bogdanovich. Those are both bad. Well, that's happening all year. Yeah. Well, I don't know about Russell all year, but Bogdanovich is out for the year. And Wait, is he really? I'm pretty sure, or at least a long time, very long term. Okay, what was his injury? I thought it was like ACL. Oh, I feel like I should know that. Whatever. I guess I don't. Shame <laughs> on me. Um, D'Angelo, or excuse me, Julius Randle managed to go the entire week without a single defensive stat. I know he missed at least one game from postponement, but yeah, just the one game from postponement. But still, no defensive stats. Probably ought to get some. Avdia had one defensive stat, Ennis Cantor had one defensive stat, but he's Ennis Cantor, so cut him some slack. What'd you expect? Um, so he he, he kind of he had some struggles there, but. Still came out with the win, so who cares? Um, Desert Storm was missing a lot of players, or had players that missed a lot of time. Kyle Lowry missed a couple of games. I forget he's on Storm now. Yep, he's, he's missed time. Um, Cousins missed a game When he's not on the court, is it, I mean, where is he? I just imagined Kyle Lowry just at like the local McDonald's. or Why, just because he has a fat butt? Yeah, he's kind of I a bigger he, guy. He's he's got he's missing some time, so he's getting a happy meal. Maybe I don't know. He's like missing Lowry. some time, so he's getting some Arby's. Yeah, he's he's turned in a great career. Um, Gordon Hayward missed a game, and generally just had a poor week. He only had thirteen points. Hmm. That's a not that's not normal. No, thirteen seven and one with two steals and three threes. Not what you're looking for. Kevin Durant nothing. He was injured all week. Um, Kevin Love naturally was was injured. Uh, Draymond Green's been bad, man. Really? Last week, 7, 21, and 28. 17, 21, and 28. Two steals, four four blocks, three threes. Those are nice, but not great. Helpful. And he he shot 39% from the field. That's not good. 39? 39. Um, Valanchunas has slowed down. He was red did, hot a little while ago. Did you see the ending to Charlotte versus Golden State the other night? When well, it was like two nights ago. When Draymond got ejected? Yeah. I did see the Draymond I was watching that one live because of LaMelo. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they were they had the lead 100 to 98. Uh, Draymond gets two technical fouls and gets ejected. Rozier makes the two technical free throws and then sinks a two to win the game. Well, I mean, Draymond costs his team a championship because he can't control himself. Like this, this is just kind of what Draymond is. <laughs> oh, so um, bad. But anyway, it, like I said, really tight week. Both teams were pretty beat up. Um, both teams are very much in contention. So five four. That's not really going to change change the math on the season all that much. Were there any of those categories? I mean, you probably went through this, but just to kind of refresh me real quick, were there any of those categories that were super close that? Turnovers by one, blocks by two, field goal percentage by eight tenths of a point. So this could have been a whole different, whole different ball game. Yeah, steals by seven five. two could have been six three could have been a lot of different things. Yeah, either yeah. way. Yeah, it, it could have been really lopsided. It could have for either team. Yeah. Okay, that's interesting. Um, anything else you want to add on Pride versus uh, Desert Storm? Nope. Uh, that brings us to I think the last. Um, 
matchup of the week, which is Keyboard Cat and the Flying Hellfish. And uh, Keyboard Cat won 6 3? 5 4. 5 4. Um, Cat's back. Cat's healthy. Yes. He's but um, the, he's still missing a lot of guys. Devontae Graham, nothing. Um, Goran Dragic, nothing. Nurkic, nothing. Drew Holiday has missed, he's missed like 10 games with COVID, so he must actually have COVID, so who knows when he's going to be back and what condition he's going to be when he comes back. Sounds like it. Uh, Marcus Smart, nothing, and then obviously Markel Fultz, nothing. So that's what, one, two, three, four, five, six guys for he's one. He's still one, five, four. And he's still I find that amazing. He's got a pretty good team to be able to, to do that. He's got a pretty good team. Bam had a solid week, um, 83, 39, and 30 with three steals, five blocks. Shot 61% from the field and 78 from the line. Um, there were some really close ma- um, categories in this one. Keyboard Cat won points by nine points. Um, he won turnovers by five turnovers. Hellfish won steals by one steal. Hmm. So there, there was some close stuff. Keyboard Cat, though, shot 50, um, 57% from the field. Yeah, you were telling me. Uh, go through some of these players. This is ridiculous. Yeah, so field goal percentage for Keyboard Cat. Bam, 83 points on 61%. Rashawn Holmes, only 11 points, but it was 71%. Quinn Capella, 85 points on 77% shooting. Carl Towns, 91 points on 53% shooting. Uh, Chris Boucher, who shoots a lot of threes, made 10 threes, but also shot 53% on the week. <laughs> How many and threes then, did Cat get on 53%? Seven. That's the pretty, most impressive because that's impressive from that he has both those guys. Um, Trey Young, who should be dragging your percentage down, had 129 points, 12 three pointers on 54 percent shooting. I'm and, really and, high volume, and, and, and he won points by nine points. Oh my gosh! So, you know, it, come on, Jay. It, Ten uh, more points is that asking a whole lot? That's rough, man. Uh, Nick Batum, three points, nine rebounds, two assists, a steal, a block, and a three on. 12% shooting. Mm. So not not a whole lot of production there. But a lot of his guys, Boucher, 10 threes, 8 blocks, 3 steals. Great percentages. Now the categories that were won by the Hellfish, were they with the good margins or were they close? Or what, what are we talking? A lot of, I mean, free throw percentage wasn't close. It was about 6 percentage points. Um, threes he won by 21. Assists he won by 20. Hellfish won? Yes. He won by about 25, and then steals he won by one. So for the most part, they were pretty comfortable wins. But steals was only one? Steals was only one. So that's pretty tight. 24 to 23. Okay. Um, what, what, uh, who, who? Jalen Brown had a nice week, 91, 18, and 27, with 14 three-pointers. Rough percentage, though, just 40% from the field. Sounds like he was going to win that no matter what no, he did, he wasn't going to win that no matter what. I mean, it was, no, nobody was going to win that no, no matter what they did. No, 45 percent to 57 percent i mean that's just what are you gonna do nothing man yeah so just good look. that's a good week for jalen brown nice um, jalen brown jaw had a solid week 84 26 and 29 with three steals and a three okay. um 48 percent from the field which is a nice number 48 yeah 48 47.7 um he did have 14 turnovers and those turnovers were close mm-hmm. uh jalen brown had 16 turnovers mm. Teo Maladon, who, he made eight threes, that's not bad. 40 points, 12 rebounds, 10 assists, but he had nine turnovers, which mm. is kind of rough to swallow. 
Um, it's not like Russell Westbrook bag, but it could be better. Yeah. Um, Michael Porter, another nice week. Four blocks from Michael Porter. Six from Jared Allen. Jared Allen, 59, 41, and 7 with two steals and six blocks. On He had 75% field goal shooting. That's pretty good. Um, the, the rebounds and blocks are quite nice. I like yeah. That. Yeah. Uh, Mitchell Robinson. What did sure. he do? I know Mitchell Robinson would have missed. Oh, he, he's injured. So his injured players are Mitchell Robinson, Zach Collins, Jarrett Culver, and Jason Richardson, who I don't think he's injured, but he plays for Dallas, and Dallas didn't play last week. Yeah. Um, so the blocks, um, Keyboard Cat won 33-18. to 18. So we're going to 25 blocks. That's a, a lot to ask from anybody. Yeah, I mean, even Mitchell Robinson. he's got a lot of injuries, but like he said, Bam, Cat, Boucher, Capella are all healthy, and that's all yeah. you need to win blocks. Well, Cat doesn't usually get a lot of blocks, but he had seven last week, so that's a nice number. Hmm. Um, yeah, it's not a lot of production out of P.J. Washington, but Charlotte only played one game last week, so, you know, it, it was almost kind of a scheduled loss because if you've got Mavericks and you've got um, Hornets, that puts you in a tough spot. Yeah. Um, okay, well, good job, Ed, keeping it together while teams down um anything else you want to add on that one nope so i guess i can go through the the picks for this upcoming week um so yelming uh, we'll go ahead and do my picks first yelming dynasty versus boom shakalaka i've got yelming dynasty winning 5-4 boom shakalaka is pretty injured um we'll see if harden has a 50 point game this week and uh Kyrie continues to shoot 53 from the line but just three nets week games this week just three yeah just three that's all you need for I'm, I'm, I'm willing to accept that when I'm playing Harden. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I'm saying 5-4 for Yaming. I think Boom Chakalaka, when they're firing, they're a pretty good team. Um, Avatar on Blu-ray versus Keyboard Cat. I mean, after what we just heard, I should probably choose Cat, but I said Avatar on Blu-ray, 5-4. I'm hoping uh, Doncic gets back out there this week. And, um, Jokic plays? Plays. Yeah. And... Uh, and I hope that Jokic uh, keeps up keeps up what he's doing, and Cat's still got six or seven seven guys injured. I'm just looking at the numbers here, so we'll see what happens. Um, so I got Avatar on Blu-ray winning five four. Um, Highlanders versus the East Mesa Trading Company. Um, I've got Highlanders winning seven two. Not much to say there. I'm the thirteenth power rank team. He's the number one. Uh, Flying Hellfish versus Rainbow Riders. I've got Rainbow Riders winning six three. Um, I don't know. Maybe I should have said five four there, but um, again, I, I still think Rams got a good team. It's just, I don't know. It's just not happening this year so far. So we'll see. Uh, Super Zombies versus the Pride. I've got Super Zombies winning 5-4. Two good teams going at it. Had to pick somebody. Desert Storm versus the Flock. Um, Desert Storm kind of played off last week. I don't know when Ka- uh, Kevin Durant's coming back. I don't know what they're... You said they've only got three games, so... I believe he's. they said that he's going to sit on Tuesday as well. So maybe two games from Durant this week instead of three. I don't know. Flock is playing well, so I said Flock 5-4. Um, winning in Toto versus the Goats. I've got Goats winning 8-1, but after what the Totos <laughs> did to the Yaming Dynasty, maybe I should say a Goats victory 5-4. I said eight one, eight one goats. I just there's no way Jamal Murray keeps that up week two, and uh, I don't know what else he's got going this week. So eight one, and then Bryce, uh, you've got uh, yourself winning over Boomshakalaka six three. 
Avatar on Blu-ray versus Keyboard Cat. You've got Cat winning 5-4. Highlanders over the East Mesa Trading Company, 7-2 for the Highlanders. Flying Hellfish versus uh, Rainbow Riders. We've got Rainbow Riders winning 6-3. Super Zombies versus The Pride. We've got Super Zombies winning 5-4. Desert Storm versus The Flock. You've got Desert Storm winning 5-4. Um, winning Ain't Toto versus The Goats. You've got The Goats winning 7-2. Anything you want to touch on in, in those? No, I'm just looking forward to it. Looking forward to beating it by one more. Point. Yes. Extending that lead a little Just bit. One every point week. every week. I started out hot this season, but whatever. All right, so that's it for the podcast pick em. Um We can go ahead and move on to our team spotlight. This week we're going to go ahead and shine a little light on the best team in the league right now. Right so far. There can be only one. I mean, it's safe to say he'll finish with a better record than Yao Ming Dynasty at this point. <laughs> that is very safe to say. <laughs> um, so, oh, yeah. So the Highlanders, just looking at this team, a couple of things jump out right off the page. Number one, so far on the season, Joel Embiid is the number two ranked player in fantasy. Um, 30 points a game, 30-11, three assists. 1.3 steals, 1.4 blocks, 1.23s on 54% and 85% shooting. Mm, it's really good. That's extraordinarily good. It's really good. Um, looking at his shooting stats, I, I worry a little bit. He's actually kind of ch- swapped out a lot of threes this season for long twos. And so This his, is Embiid? You're still talking about Embiid? Yes, Embiid. Okay. He's shooting less often at the rim than he ever has before. Only 20% of his shots are coming at the rim. And more shots between 10 and 16 feet than ever before. Um, Career, he's at 19% of his shots as long twos. Um, This year, 24%. And then from 16.3, to he's up to 16%. So those are both career-high numbers. Um... That's a little weird and a little worrying. I mean, he's yeah. the sixth ranked player. Second. On the season? On the season. Um, in total. I think that's totals. Okay. I, which just, is, I was just looking at uh, like Yeah. yeah. Uh, which is another thing. He's been really reliable. Very reliable. Much more so than somebody like Jimmy Butler or Kemba Walker. Which is so, so what worries <laughs> you exactly then about that? Well, it's just, just the general thinking is if you want to shoot efficiently, you shoot threes and you shoot at the rim. And he is giving up all he's giving up shots at the rim and shots from three in exchange for long twos and that's Mm. just not i would say that's not generally a good option maybe not but um so that would worry me a little bit i mean the dude shooting 53 on the year and 30 points a game so i mean i wouldn't be too worried but well maybe well but that's that's why i would be worried if you're shooting a career high field goal percentage and you're creating or shooting significantly less efficient shots that makes me think that there's he's due for some regression, and he's probably going to oh. slow down on that one. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. Yeah. But also, he's really good. And he's only 26 years old. Like, he's just coming into his prime. That's crazy. Um, and this is a guy that I think a lot of us 
kind of worried that he wouldn't make it to 26 years I mean, old in the NBA. I waited until he was just good enough to trade. Yeah. So I was wrong. So he's looking good. And the thing is, if he stays healthy, I don't know, like, why isn't he a top five fantasy player for the next five years? Because he's gigantic. He should be. He's and he huge. can move. Um, good at defense. Good at both percentages. Mm-hmm. Like, that's kind of... Centers who are good at both percentages are... You know, that, that, that's a major key to fantasy basketball. Um, yeah, if you, if you told me he was going to be healthy for the rest of... For the next ten years, I'd say he's one of the five best assets in fantasy basketball. Yeah. Um, so... One, another guy that jumped out at me was LeBron James. Okay. So far on the season, he's only ranked number 36. Yeah. Um, but on some 50, of, 50% shooting, which is good. It's good. It. Um, but the free throw is kind of where he's been hurting. Well, he's always been like that. He's actually less good at a couple of things. The same at a couple of things, but looking at his stat line, you can kind of see the age. So the field goal percentage is actually a little bit lower than it has been. Last year, 49. Prior to that, 51, 54, 54. This year, it's at 50. That's good. Mm -hmm. But it is trending down a little bit. The steals are down. He's at 1.0 so far on the year. Yeah. Which is uh, just about the lowest of his career. Yeah. And that's one of those stats that does start to drop off as you get old. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, he, in some ways, he got old... Four years ago, in other ways, he hasn't gotten old at all. Yeah. You know? I mean, so but getting one steal a game, I mean... One's... He's, he's, he's that's awesome. basically neutral. Yeah. LeBron James is just great. Um, the assists are down significantly. Yeah. About that's two, been the biggest half, regression roughly. this season. But for the most part, he's kind of just the same as he was last year. A little bit less. Last year, he on Basketball Monster last year, he was, 30, uh, he was 16, and this year, 37. I think Yahoo has him at 36, but that's basically the same. The minutes are the same. He's still at 35 minutes, which is a lot of minutes. Mm -hmm. He's playing a lot of games. Mm -hmm. Um, He is more bald than I think I've ever seen him before. Yeah. Um, Not just the front, like not just the hairline, but in back. Oh, yeah. But um, Looks good, though. Yeah, he's, he's still really good. And he's 37, but if you... Let's see... If we turn off free throw percentage, he jumps up to number 20. We'll look at, because Trevor punts free throw percentage, we'll look at a lot of guys punt free throw percentage, with free throw percentage turned off. Okay. So he jumps up to number 20, which is really nice. Um, not not quite the superstar that he once was. I think in redraft leagues, it's probably time to stop picking him in the first round. Yeah. Which feels weird because he still feels, like, in some ways he still feels but like he needs in his prime. We're picking a 37-year-old in the second round. That's pretty good. Yeah, it is. He's incredible. It is. And, I mean, Trevor's still getting value out of him. The cool thing for Trevor is that that he's the uh, fourth best player on his team because both Fred Van Vliet and Christian Wood are ranked in the teens this season. Van Vliet at 14 and Christian Wood at 18. Yeah. Um, I know a lot of people like Christian Wood, but number 18 on the season. And he's missed a fair amount of time with injury. But 22 points, 10 rebounds, 1.3 assists, whatever. 0.9 steals is a solid number for most center. And then 1.5 blocks with 1.9 three-pointers and shooting 56%. I wonder if those threes are going to stay at 1.9. I mean, shooting 68% from the line 
Whenever I see high threes and low free throw, I wonder if it's an anomaly. You know what I mean? It's weird. It's if tough. You can with... hit threes, but you can't hit your free throws. It just seems weird. Yeah, it's tough with Christian Wood because I don't really like. He hasn't played a lot in his career, so there's not like a huge. He he traditionally shoots them mm-hmm. when he's had the opportunity. But he just he hasn't had a whole lot of opportunity to play. Last year he shot. He made one a game, shooting 38.5% from three. The year before that, he was making eight, um, 0.8 per game at 28.6. But both of those were in 23 and 22 minutes, respectively. So lower minutes, one of, you know, last year 38%, this year 42% from three. Like, maybe he can do that. I don't know. It, it, it's weird. You're right. It's weird, but... There is a little bit of a... I should have looked up his G League stats. There's a little bit of a track record. He, he does have a little bit of a track record as a guy who can make some three-pointers. And one thing that like that matters for the Highlanders, he punts free throw, but that's the only category he punts. For mm. three-pointers, he's eighth in the league. Now, a lot of playoff teams are ahead of him, so that might be a bit of a struggle in the playoffs. Um... But other than that, you know, turnovers, he's ninth. We are, we talked about this earlier. He's ninth, but he's, he's better than pretty much all the playoff teams. And then the other categories, he's first or second or third. That's incredible. I mean, he's got some streaming spots, though. So it depends on who your, play, who your matchup is that week in the playoffs. Yeah. He's got Cody Zeller and Daniel Tice, who I, I, I don't think he's, like, locked into. Tice is okay. I mean, he's okay, but, I mean, if you're <laughs> yeah. in the playoffs. Well, Jayshon Tate, who he, he added today, that's, like, the guy that he actually streams. Um. Yeah. And in our league, you know, you've got the two-game limits, so... Well, that's what I'm saying. I mean, it depends on the week, but if you don't need Zeller and, and or Tate or Tice, you could swap out yeah. e- either one of those guys for some threes. Yeah. Or... Well, and he's going to have a first-round bye, probably. Yeah. I guess it's it's too early to say that for sure. He's got like a six-and-a-half-game lead over second place. It's, he's probably going to have But even if he falls to second place, I mean... Yeah. He's got a bye. Um, and so that just... It gives you a big advantage because then you're on Saturday setting up for next week. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you've only got two moves next week, but if you've got a move on Saturday or Sunday, then that's an extra move. So it is a major advantage. Hmm. And he will be able to potentially you know, add a three-point specialist if that's what he wants to do on Sunday. And stream and then somebody stream else later. And three-pointers later. He can, he can pick up or, you know, whatever stat it is that he wants. Um, Tart. Okay. Oh, I was gonna say, talk to me about Thaddeus Young. Oh, can we? Well, I want to talk about Fred VanVleet because I predicted that he would not be as good this year, and, and it turns out he's kind of better. He's ranked so, five on the season. Well, swinging a miss on that one. Um, or fourteenth on the season. Yeah, depends on which one you look at. Um, but. Basketball Monster has him sixteen, up from twenty fifth last year. His usage is up a little bit. His points are up a little bit. His threes are up a little bit. Um, the rebounds are down. The assists are about the same. The steals, which I predicted would fall, did fall, um, but not very far. He's still very good. He went from 1.9 to 1.7, which is a fairly significant drop. That's about 10%. But 1.7 is still a really good number. And the thing that really sticks out is his blocks. 0.7 from a point guard. 0.7 from a point guard. Um, last year, 0.3. The year before that, 0.3. The year before that, 0.3. This year, 0.7. Now, those, a couple of those 0.3s were in lower minutes, so maybe this is legitimate? I'm a little skeptical. 
but it's a really nice number to get from a point guard. His field goal percentage has been bad. Um, just a hair under 41. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of a bitter pill to swallow. But the turnovers are nice. It'll be interesting to see what he becomes as Kyle Lowry sees his role shrink and shrink until he retires. Yeah. Um, that's already He's already kind of been coming. He's, he's headed valuable. in that direction. But, um, no, he... Uh, He's had a really great season. I, I thought he was going to fall off. Yeah. Um, another guy that jumped out to me was DeMar DeRozan. Um, he's somebody that I think nobody thinks about. He he's, might be... He's right there with LeBron in the rankings. Yeah, number 37. It's interesting because statistically he's pretty darn different from last year. It's like his points are down by about three points, but his threes are up by about half of a three-pointer. His rebounds are down by half of a rebound. But his assists are up by, like, uh, 1.3 assists. The steals are down a little. The blocks are about the same. The field goal's down a lot, but the free throw's up. And all of that adds up to last year he was the 37th-ranked player, and this year he is the 37th-ranked player. It's so interesting. It's just... It's yeah. weird. He's, he swaps he's, everything. He's really out. quite different. The turnovers are significantly different. The free throw percentage is way different. Um... Really, a, a a pretty darn different I mean, player. He's just, but he's just one of those players that figures out a way to be useful. Yeah, like he gets dumped on a lot because he's not as good as people once acted. Like he's a he shooting was. guard who can't hit threes. Who cares? Yeah, but also like he's good at everything basketball. else. Yeah, um, it'll be interesting to see. He's playing thirty three minutes a game, which he's been doing for you know forever. He used to be a little bit higher, you know, four or five years ago. He's up in the thirty five, thirty six range. Mm-hmm. Um, what exactly is his future? I don't know. Um, Watching Devin, Devin Vassell from the bench. Well, I, I'm just kidding. I don't know when his contract's up. If it's this year or next, I don't know either. But he may end up in a smaller role. But Someone for now, else. he's been wonderful. I'm not saying Boston, but like remember Gordon Hayward in Boston? I could see Demar Derozan becoming that role somewhere. I doubt. No, I don't think he can do that because Gordon Hayward like is very much playing within the flow of the offense, and I don't think that's really. I'm not like saying specifically, but I'm saying like. Gordon Hayward was kind of a shadow in Boston, but very useful. I think it's more like like a better version of Utah Jazz Joe Johnson. Where like he comes off the bench. Because I just don't think he mixes well with others. I don't know. Like that, that's I don't know what of, Utah Jazz Joe Johnson was. All I'm saying posts, is I can see him going somewhere, not being the star, but being a contributor. I, th- I, th- I think his future is as a bench scorer. That's basically because, what I'm saying. Well, that's what Gordon Hayward was. He was like a he was starting. I mean, he's playing with the second. You know, it doesn't matter. I was saying, I'm saying the same. We're saying the same thing. Okay. But um, no, it'll it'll be interesting to see what he turns into. I don't think that the minutes are going to stay that high for much longer. But ride him while you can. Um, yeah. Rudy Gobert, he's just sitting at 54 on the year, but that's j- mostly just because the free throw percentage is so bad. Yeah, I was curious what he was in a remove the free throw, like in a punt free throw build, what he ranks. Um, he is ranked number 14, that's which puts him ahead of Bam, which I, I thought was worth checking since they were traded for each other. Yeah. Um, but he's been excellent at blocks, naturally. 2.8 per game which is not the best in the league. It's still significantly behind Let's Miles say. Turner. But I think that's second best. It's still pretty good. I'll take that. 2.7 is awesome. 
Yes, it is. Uh, he's getting uh, 0.5 from James, 0.6 from Tate. I'm just looking down the line. He's getting a lot of guys that maybe don't get over one, but he's got a lot of point this, point that, 0. 0.6, 0. 0.3, 0. 0.6, 0.6, 2.7. One, all, all you need is a bunch of guys to do that, and then you got Rudy Gobert, Embiid, Christian Wood, Daniel Tice. you got a couple guys who get you more than a block a game, and you're very competitive in that yeah. category. Yep, he's been great. And then 13 rebounds is also a really strong number. That's best on the team. Um, so... Yeah. Joel and and then sixty four percent from the field. Like he's not scoring a ton of points, just fourteen a game, but sixty four percent moves the needle. Yeah, that's awesome. There's a reason he's the best team in the league right now. I mean, he's got a lot of guys here. I was I was somebody I tried to touch on earlier, and then we kind of jumped around with Thaddeus Young. Yeah, there's like Trevor has like a category of boring player that nobody. I I think most people are kind of uninterested in and nobody thinks about, but they're kind of good. And that's what Thaddeus Young is. Um, he's somebody who's really helped in a free throw punt. He's he's shooting almost sixty percent from the field. His free throws bad, but on low volume. He's getting you twelve points, six rebounds, over four assists a game, and over a steal a game. Yeah, over he's, over half a block. I think a game. he's eighty seven on the year, but he jumps up to sixty two in a free throw punt, and that's and that's off the waiver wire. That's right? off the waiver wire. Yeah, that's incredible. Like, he he's still getting you good steals. It seem, really seems like the type of player the flock would be coveting. But his with some of these guys, like they're the guys with like surprisingly high ranking, it's because of their turnovers, which is not an insignificant thing. Turnovers are a category same as any other. Yeah. But with Thaddeus Young, it's not like his biggest category is field goal percentage, then steals, then assists, then rebounds, and then turnovers. Mm-hmm. So. It's he's kind of a surprising player and a really nice find. I thought he was kind of washed up last year. Me too. I thought maybe this was the end of Thaddeus Young. I was actually surprised tonight to see him on Trevor's roster. I didn't even know he was yeah. rostered. And then I'm like, oh, he's actually pretty good. Yeah. Now, my concern would be that it's because Chicago's had so many injuries to their front court when Markinen and Carter are rolling. How much does Thaddeus Young play? Oh, yeah. He was getting a huge run while Carter was out. Yeah. And now Carter's back. And so... We'll see. Oh, cut into his we'll minutes. see how that goes. Um, he only played twenty minutes tonight. But uh, I, I, when they when Carter was out, they did kind of give equal run to Young and Daniel Gafford, and they found out Daniel Gafford's really not that good. No, Daniel Gafford. And so I think that put Daddy's Young ahead of Gafford in the backup center spot. So I, I think that he's doing actually his minutes probably plateaued a little bit, but yeah, they're not going to go like nowhere. No, he's, he's a good ball player. Well, and even even if they do, he's still if you get like a good month of waiver wire sixty of the sixty second ranked player mm-hmm. off the waiver wire, like that's awesome. that's that's really nice, and that's that's how you build up a six and a half game lead over second place. You'll need it in a week where you play the East Mesa Trading Company. Yeah, exactly. It's very worthwhile. Um, um, Stephen Adams is not good this year. He's been disappointing. He's He's very much a. I mean, he's helping your field goal, rebounds. Yeah, but he ta- he takes a lot away. So he, he kills you in free throw, but he's also aggressively negative in points and threes as well. Mm-hmm. Which I mean, Highlanders can carry that, but but he was a chip into a he's Fred not, deal. Yeah, yeah. So. It uh, it was it was a player I was looking at. I was like, well, you know, one of the reasons why Trevor's so good is because he only punts the one category, but. Stephen Adams is kind of a three ca- three category guy, mm. so honestly, like that's somebody that would make more sense on the flock to me. 
But also, if he's your, you know, in your bottom quarter of your roster, then who cares? Let him do the good things. He is weirdly bad at blocks at just point six a game, whereas over the last few years he's been at one. Mm-hmm. And so if he can bump that up from well, point six up to one, yeah, that that that's, that's a really big difference. Yeah. Um, so he could be looking at some positive regression on that one. Yeah. I'm looking at um, somebody else we haven't talked about yet is uh, Justin Holiday. That was another guy who like. I, I could not care less about Justin Holiday. Right. Who, I'm not even sure which Holiday brother he is. Is he the youngest one or the middle one? I don't know where they are in age. I just know he's... He's the middle one. Aaron I always think of him. I always think of him as Aaron's got some promise because he's young. And then Drew obviously is very good. So I just kind of think of Justin as the third brother. Yeah, he, he's the middle one. But he's been pretty good this year. Are you sure he's seven? not older than Drew? Yeah. Okay. I'm I don't, 99% I, sure. Okay. Um, but 75th ranked player... He is somebody that contributes a lot in turnovers, which is generally not that exciting. But he's not bad. That's the thing is, is like, do you know off the top of your head where Trevor ranks in turnovers? Ninth in the league, mm. but fifth amongst the current play or second amongst current playoff teams. Oh. So, like Trevor doesn't need to worry about beating the worst teams in the league at turnovers, but if he can beat. The best teams in the yeah, league. Yeah, like like that's 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 a category that he can count on. That's awesome. Fairly reliably. So Justin Holiday to kind of to be decently valuable at a lot of things. You know, have, getting the steals and threes from a guy who doesn't turn it over is nice. The field goal, the, neither percentage really moves the needle all that much. He doesn't mm-hmm. score much. Um, doesn't rebound or assist much. No, the assists are actually his worst category, which you don't expect from somebody on the wing. Yeah. But whatever, he's a, he's a nice player, and he's boring, and I don't care about him, but he's the 75th ranked player. Um, Daniel Tice, he's boring, no one cares about him. He's ranked like 125. And if that's your worst player, which, I mean, it's his second worst player, that's yeah. pretty darn good. You know, the, it, It's a team that doesn't really have any weaknesses. Um, no, he's. I mean, other than free throw, other than free throw. But even like, even 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 then, if he plays the the super zombies in the playoffs, he's gonna probably win that category. Yeah. and like I don't think flocks gonna make playoffs, but they might. Yeah, and it, and if the flock and super zombies make the playoffs, you're better than two. Then teams. then you're looking at yeah, and that's a third of the playoff teams. Yeah, that's significant. <laughs> and so if stop it, Trevor. It yeah, you know he doesn't really have bad players. Um, Cody Zeller, Stephen Adams, who we talked about, who is genuinely helpful, is his lowest-ranked player on the season. Daylon Wright, who cares about Daylon Wright? Nobody cares about Daylon Wright. He's ranked, se- he's ranked 70 on the season. Trevor does. Trevor does. Evan Fournier, like I mentioned earlier, he, he's always an every-other-year player, but he's doubling up his good seasons. This year he's number 81. Yeah. It's, uh, it's a good team. Um, I'm just looking at Daylon Wright thinking... He's not sexy at all, but he's getting a st- he's getting a three a game, over four rebounds, over four assists, almost a steal a steal and a half, and half a block a game from the point guard spot. Again, yeah. blocks out of position blocks. Like I said, he's got the centers doing what they should be doing, but then everyone else is chipping in, and he's a chipper. Um, just as kind of a, a, a little experiment, or out of curiosity, I was looking at how many of his players are currently ranked higher than Yahoo's preseason, mm-hmm. and 
he has four that are lower and everybody else is higher. So what? Four lower, nine higher. So so, so nine times he's smarter than Yahoo's average. Whatever uh, is it like a Ouija board or tarot cards or what? A crystal ball? No, maybe he's just better than Yahoo is. Trevor's better than Yahoo. He's better. Does he think he is? Fan so tracks. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> fan tracks. It's a shame he already rebranded. He could have been the fan tracks. <laughs> Um, no, it's 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 a really good se- it's a really good team, really good season. It's a shame that he didn't have a chance to play for the title last year, but he'll have a chance to play for it this year. All right. Well, um, anything else to add on the Highlanders? I feel like we touched on. No, I think we should go an extra two minutes so we can hit midnight. Uh, <laughs> well, we probably will by the time okay. we do the closing song and. Uh, yeah. No, it. Uh, I mean, I don't want to rave too much, but it's been a really good team. He's. Kind of, a, he's avoided a lot of the injury issues that some of us have avoided, aside from Fred Van Vliet. I mean, LeBron's been rock steady. Um, Embiid's been extraordinarily steady. I think we've all been predicting those guys to slow down, if not in statistical terms, but in terms of minutes per game or games played, but it hasn't really happened. Not yet, at least. No. Well, um, I didn't get any submissions for the shame, shame. Um, I, I don't, I don't. Oh, we did have a couple of questions from Ben Frederick, though. Well, we touched we on talk, one on one. Touched on one, and then he asked about league expansion. Yeah, basically, you know, how would that look if we did try to add Alex? Would, would we, uh, would we? He said, would we do it like how the NHL does it, or would we? Well, this was, this was for, for loyal listeners of the podcast, they'll note that we already answered this question on, I believe, the second podcast we did, Bram asked this. Uh, um, but I've thought about expansion, because I think it would be fun to do, which is not like a valid reason to do it. But We obviously have Alex, who is in the Discord channel, is listening to the podcast like right now, for all I know. But well, not right now. Well, right now when he's listening to it. It is right now when he's listening to it. Yes. Yeah. But that's, not all, right that's all I meant. Okay. Um, as you're listening to the, as Alex is listening to this, he's listening to it right now. Yeah. yeah. Um, I thought it was about as obvious of a statement as I could make, but well, but it, most anyways, of the people listening to this the are not. The point, Alex. the point is, is besides Alex, because I think if we expand, we'd have to have two managers. Yes. You have to go from 14 to 16. You can't go from 14 to 15. Otherwise, you have to make a bye week team, and Kevin that's might not, lose to him, and yeah, well, we can't Kevin, Kevin can't handle that. We're still going to cry for the first time we did. What happens the second time? <laughs> um, so, so who would the? I guess the point is we've struggled in the past to find replacement managers, and I think Alex is kind of in the wings, but maybe Austin Goodman. He's there. Maybe I know he's expressed he's, he's interest. Expressed. The problem is, I don't like. But then that sixteen. It's kind of tough and because it's diluted, and then the waiver wire gets even more junky. Yes, I don't know. and the other problem is we have future draft considerations to consider. Yeah, because. You know, picks have been traded, and if we add additional teams, then it dilutes. They're almost the, guaranteed to be lottery teams. Yeah, they're, they're going to be lottery got all teams. three of their picks going forward. Well, and even if they're not lottery teams, it still increases the number of teams that are in the lottery. And I'm sure people will push for an eight-team playoff at that point, which I, I mean, will still not like. But, I mean, at 16 teams in the league, eight, eight seems reasonable. Eh, I don't know. Six still seems reasonable to me. <laughs> it... I, th- I think the ideal size... Worried about the extra competition? No, I'm not. I mean, if there was eight teams in the playoffs this, this year... Season, this season, it would be less competition. I was say, if there was eight teams in the playoffs this year, you'd have a better shot at making yeah. it. 
There's a there's a lot of complications. I think it's probably not ever going to happen. It's fun to talk about. Um, it's fun to talk about. It's fun to think about. But I think it's probably not ever. Going I, to I was actually wondering what a what a. Um, I think if somebody really wants in the league, they should try and how many... find a team to co-manage. Because I, I I still think co-managing teams quite a bit of fun. I talk to Fletcher on the phone more often than I used to, which is good. You do talk to him? I, I talk to him. Um, I guess I used to talk to him more often. If it were to happen, now I'm talking in a hypothetical world, would we all just drop players? Um, not necessarily drop, but make available. So you everybody would have to make, say, three, three or four players available, and they players. would go into a pool, and the expansion teams would have the dra- right to draft players out three of that Three players pool. seems reasonable, because that would be uh, 30, 42 players available. Yeah, for twenty eight spots yeah. plus whatever's on the waiver wire. Yeah, that's the problem. Is like, but like, there's going to be yeah. a number one ranked player of those forty two that would probably be worthwhile. To yeah, start. but even like we look at, at at the Highlanders who are, you know, the number one team so far this year, and largely because they don't have bad players, and still his third worst player is Daniel Tice. Yeah. So like, but it, what do you do? I've his, got Daniel Tice is my. Best player, you know. It works better in real life because you have you have contracts that you want to unload. Mm-hmm. So, like, when the Diamondbacks had their inaugural draft, they I think they drafted Matt Williams and Jay Bell, who were both quality players. At least, maybe Matt Williams was free agent. But regardless, like, in an actual sport, in, like, real sports, you can use it to unload a, a contract that's kind of bad. But... For us, we don't have that, and so I think everybody could come up with three guys that are just bad players, and that's what they would end up with. So it would be a long build, but perhaps a fun challenge. Well, if we don't got anything else to add, we might as well end the podcast. tell you if i was getting this news i don't know that i'd take it this well but you said he was all right yes he's lost his left hand so he's going to be all right you what son of a bitch this i hate oh, this doctor he's a very literal man yes. just... that's more the way i would take the news excuse me mrs funke oh this guy again how is he doctor it uh, looks like he's dead oh my god oh little guy the tears are coming the tears just aren't coming. Uh, just to be clear, it, it looks like he's dead or he is dead. It just looks like he's dead. 
He's got, like, blue paint on him or something. But he's going to be fine. What is wrong with you? This doctor! I'll let you celebrate privately. Hey, we want this count! I'm peeing. Am I peeing? I'm sorry we gave you a little something to relax you. It may have taken the tingle out of your genitals. Uh oh, no. You're not taking care of my son. I'm sorry to say this, but it's too late for me to do anything for your son. Let him keep talking. Because Dr. Stein here has already been assigned to his case. 